So, Jess. Yes. This week. Uh huh. We're talking. To, we're 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 far out from our Valentine's episodes, <laughs> and you're probably happy because we don't have to talk about Sonic anymore, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. You're still posting a lot of Sonic memes out there, Dan. I am. But this week we're talking about the lining is silver. So yes. I can specifically talk about my thoughts on Silver the Hedgehog. <sighs> Strap in, everybody. Okay, no, we're not going to talk about Silver the Hedgehog. <laughs> this week we're talking about the lining is silver, and um, so the silver yeah. lining is that we don't have to. The talk silver about lining Sonic for anymore. you is that we don't have to talk about Sonic this week. Yes. We have to mention him at the top of the show. Please note that I'm saying him <laughs> as if he's a living thing. But no, we're talking. We get to talk about. We can talk about Ska this week. I know. Yeah. That'll be that'll be something. <laughs> Although, do you know what I realized? I was like, this is one of those songs that we make so much more ska than it actually is. Where mm-hmm. we're like, pick it up, pick it up, hey, yeah. hey. There's like, there's one hey in there, and we're always like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hey. I don't know if it's really, I don't know if it really qualifies as a ska song. Yeah. Like, this is as much a ska song as "Sex on Fire" by Kings of Leon. There's just you know a I mean? tiny ska break. There's just an upstroking there. thing. Yeah. And I'm not even 100% sure if ska is like pornography. I know it when I see it. <laughs> so then I see, so then I see, I hear a song like this and I'm like, I'm like, this is almost like softcore or some sort wow. of like thing. Like, I'm like, is this quite, is this, a, I'm not sure if this qualifies. Is this Tumblr? Exactly. <laughs> this, this is Tumblr. It's like, ugh, I know when I see it, but this one straddles the line. <laughs> <laughs> so because there are certain songs it just because a song has upstrokes like polka has upstrokes like you know um mariachi music is it mariachi music there's certain style of mexican music and i'm sorry i don't know all the subgenres, but they have upstrokes right but that doesn't make it ska ska is about the beat it's the offbeat right instead of one two three it's like one two three or something i'm messing it up totally don't look at me i'm no music theorist but i kind of know for instance, and we're getting way out of ourselves because we do have top of the show business, <laughs> but there's that 100 Gex song, Stupid Horse, and everyone's like, oh, this is like a new ska punk song. And I'm like, it is at first, but then when the actual beat comes in, it's totally wrong. I know you don't know this, but let me play this song real quick. 100 Gex, Stupid Horse. Okay, so listen to this. This is what I think of when, when like... There's a rock song that's not actually a ska song, but it has upstrokes, and people think it absolutely is ska, but I'm like, the rhythm's slightly not ska. This one is a perfect example of that. See, so it's totally ska right now. Is it? This is like MIDI. Yeah, but... Can you be MIDI but now, listen, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now it's more like a polka. This is not ska. I'm sorry for people who... This is like video game music on crack. <laughs> That's what 100 Gex sounds like. Oh, okay. 
But I mean, Scott doesn't. I was not familiar. Scott's not relying on instrumentation, honestly. It's like, it's just about the bass line should be melodic and you have to accentuate the offbeat. And that's all you need for ska. Gotcha. Then uh, you can build off that and do other crazy stuff. But this 100 Gex song is a polka. I'm sorry. It's a polka. Just because he says pick it up doesn't mean it's a ska song. It's a polka. Anyway, <laughs> we do have top of the show business. I did have that in my notes to talk about later, but that's 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 burnt off now. So um, we do have some voicemails and... Here they oh, are. Oh, did Dinny come to visit for a second? I I, I heard a little Dinny in there for just a second. Oh, you know what I was second. noticing? Oh, so <laughs> so one of our most so on iTunes uh-huh. for some reason our top one of our top recommended episodes is Don't Blink. Okay. And I was like, that's weird. I don't remember a lot of the Don't Blink episode. Let me listen to it. See what what's is it just the song selection? I listened to it and I'm like, ooh, the levels in this episode are crap. Because mm-hmm. I was just learning about like because Jessica does the edits. She does the actual, like, go through the episode and cut it down. Yeah. Then I take it and I fix the levels. And I, I drop in the the songs that we talked about. It's a real team effort. Yeah, it's a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> but with Don't Blink, I was I was like, I came home that night and I was like, I need to remaster, essentially, Don't Blink. Because then I dropped it into gold wave and i was like yeah the wave the waveforms are all over the place in this episode because you work on a 1998 pc you use gold I do. wave yeah <laughs> so what was my point i fixed that <laughs> the the it's one of our top re- recommended episodes uh, how on did itunes I, how did i start dinny dinny so because i was listening to an old episode i was like you know what i do i end i end sentences With up question? like this <laughs> i do this a lot and it's like an Australian thing, but I oh. do it a lot. And I didn't really notice until I started listening to old episodes more. You're looking at me with like slight crazy eyes and it's scaring me a little bit. <laughs> well, like I'm trying you're gonna to do try it on purpose. And, you're going to try and get me into your cult or something. I'm concentrating on doing this thing on purpose that apparently I do all the time subconsciously. Oh. So yeah, my voice goes up in the end, in the end of sentences and I never noticed it. That's okay. I love your voice. I'm pretty sure people listen for your voice and not mine because I have. I cannot. No, that cannot be true at all. You're the silver lining between our two voices. I said this on on our old podcast, but I have like like some people have resting face. I have resting voice. Like I just always kind of sound like I'm being sarcastic. And yeah, a lot of the time I am. But like, I'm also being sincere. Jessica's fishing for compliments (laughs) from our listeners. Send everyone. Start tweeting at Jessica (laughs) as soon as you hear this and let her know that she has a very nice voice. And she does not have resting B voice. When we were going to start this podcast. Resting B voice (laughs) makes me think it's like the bird and the B sides. totally does <laughs> when we were gonna start this podcast i was totally trying to go like go online and do like youtube lessons on how to fix your voice and it's like i could only maintain it for like a certain amount of time and it still wasn't even that great of an improvement so i just said oh, whatever jessica yeah you're golden whoa okay your voice <laughs> is golden whoa so you said we have voicemails yes brady called nice oh and i guess i could talk about that we gotta talk about that patreon mini episode oh, thing yeah. that we're doing but i'll talk about that after we listen to brady okay uh mention candlelight from last week hey guys this is brady sullivan from portland oregon and i'm listening through candlelight right now um and uh so the part where he's saying i think matt is trying to sort of 
you know, saying it's hard to be around somebody so perfect and trying to um, not unidealize her in his head, but sort of, um, you know, say, this is annoying, you know. You've got this beautiful luminescent person and the moths are drawing. And, you know, she's so beautiful. She's, you know, giving people neck problems because they're swinging their heads around. Um, and uh, that sort of explains the, uh, oh, that's not a butterfly. Ew, it's a moth. And that there's a drawback to being so perfect and so beautiful. Um, yeah, that's that's my head cannon I'm working with right now. Um, all right. Talk to you guys uh, later. So <laughs> I feel like we kind of said stuff like that, but I'm oh, sure there's a yeah. there's a nuanced difference to what he's saying here. Like we definitely have realized with Candlelight that you're the one who said like there aren't a lot of proper love songs in the mm-hmm. traditional sense, whereas Reliant K love songs are usually about like she's so perfect and I'm such a piece of crap. <laughs> And that's what Brady was kind of saying. Yeah. It's like about how he puts her kind of up on a pedestal. Right. I'm wondering, I don't know if that's fair. I mean, it makes for very nice music and nice pop music. Mm-hmm. But as a philosophy overall in life, I'm like, is that the most positive way to treat someone? Because like if you... You shouldn't I, if, put someone up on a pedestal. You shouldn't put someone up on a pedestal because if the person it's the least fair to is them. Yeah. Because then it's like they're held to some high regard that they don't necessarily know is in their admirer's head. And if they do something, not even something wrong, not even something bad, but if they just do something like normal and then it like disrupts their, (laughs) their idolization. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Why are you laughing? (laughs) Danny's calling me out right now. In what way? Because I put him on a little bit of a pedestal when we first started dating. No, I'm not actually calling you out. I'm honestly not. (laughs) We had a moment like this in our relationship early on where I was not trying to present myself as some sort of super clean, like perfect guy, but I just acted nice around you. And then you, Jessica kind of put me on a little bit of pedestal. And then as we learn more about each other, it's like, oh, he's not as perfect as I thought. It's like, well, that's not my fault. I'm just being a human being. So it makes me think of that in these contexts. Like if you put a girl, I'm just talking about the context of the girls. You're still the most perfect guy I've ever dated. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, You're definitely the nicest guy I've ever dated. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm honestly, I wasn't calling you out. I'm just saying in the context of these songs, like Candlelight, like it makes for fun pop music. It makes for nice sentiment in a song. But as a real life philosophy, like treating someone else like they're such a perfect human being, that's unfair to them. Yes. That's yeah. mostly unfair no, to them. They're the number one victim in that. Now, now because they if, have they that they to, to, yeah, yeah. if they don't live up to that, if they don't live up to that, they're the only victim because they never meant to present themselves that way. If they went out and said, I am perfect and I never commit any kind of sin ever and I'm the most lovely human being in the world and I have the most perfect jersey of anyone on my team, (laughs) then if they said all that, then maybe they'd be allowed to be held at a pedestal. But anyway, um, that's Candlelight from last week. Uh, Oh, but uh, David Park also called, and he had a little thought on 
the way Forget and Not Slow Down is portioned out in those Oh, okay, nice, nice. Hey guys, it's David from Jimmy Todd. Uh, I don't know, I, I love the idea of playing around with formats and stuff like that, and I don't know a ton of the history around it, and I'm sure this is not why, especially the Beatles or Reliant K did it, but I remember when my band was recording our EP and we were like paying for studio time, they, the studio we recorded at charged per song. So we had two tracks that we always sort of uh, uh, played together back to back live. So when we laid the drums down, we just looked at each other in the room and we're like, okay, and this is where we're going to start the second track. So when I ended up pressing the record, when we got the masters for it, it was like, you know, four tracks or whatever it was. And then when I pressed the CDs, I made it five tracks, which I guess I could have done the Ryan K thing and, and made it four tracks. But they very much were two separate songs. But anyway, that's one reason why I did it anyway. But yeah, anyway, bye. So that makes sense. Like he he said it, he prefaced it. Like, yeah, Reliant K is probably not doing it that way. Right. Like, we need to save money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Savannah three songs, but it's technically one song. Five score and uh, didn't do so well. So we yeah. got to, you know, we got to sa- sa- save that money. Um, yeah. So that's probably not a reason why Reliant K did it. But, that but that's is really a, interesting. That is an interesting thing. And that's a great idea, actually, if you're yeah. paying a studio for per song. What if you're a punk band and your songs are like one minute long? Yeah. Like what if you're, again, Rancid would not be probably in a situation like this, but what if you're doing an album like Rancid 2000 where those first five or six songs play out like one song? Like you, you got to pay, yeah, this is one you got to pay per 50 second song. That's not fair. Man, that's crazy. I thought that you paid by time, not by song. That's interesting. I think you do pay by time, but it just sounds like maybe the studio, that one studio. Interesting. Charged by song. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Go listen know. to Jimmy Eat Pod. Yes. I just started listening to the I, the episode this week, Firestarter. <laughs> David's off of the podcast for a little bit because he just oh. had a baby. Oh, yeah. We haven't said it on this podcast, but congratulations Congrats. to David Park. He just had a new baby, and he's not on his own podcast that much right now. He kind of pops in as little thing, uh. little phone calls and, and interviewing guests and stuff. But, yeah, the team of them haven't been on the show for a couple weeks. Uh, well, yeah. congrats, David. That's congrats. exciting. Yes. Firestarter, is it that one where they're like, it's a fire starter? Apparently it is a cover of that. I thought <laughs> it was, it really? yeah, yeah, yeah. When Jimmy Pod did Beautiful Day, which is an original song, I jokingly tweeted from our podcast, I think. I was like, uh-oh, you guys messed up and did a U2 song as a joke, right? Yeah. I almost did the same thing with Firestarter, but then I found out, oh, it actually is a cover of that song. Thank goodness I didn't. Of oh, wow. Prodigy, yeah. So, um... Yeah, so that's top of the show business, I think. I'm still running. Oh, you know what I'm doing? Another thing I realized listening to Don't Blink to remaster it was um, in the early episodes when I still had my old laptop, you just heard clickety click, 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 click. I was always yeah. typing on my computer. And I thought maybe like, oh, this is a, this sets the ambiance. Like, oh, I'm busy researching while we're podcasting. It's like you're in the bullpen of some... Uh, <laughs> some <laughs> some like news place and we're giving you Reliant K news up to the date but then when I was listening to the Don't Blink episode I was like that's pretty annoying that clickety clack 
Oh, oh, yeah. I wonder who who might have pointed that out. And <laughs> then somebody else was really annoyed that the other person kept pointing that out and asking them to try and do it in between when they were talking so that she could cut it out easier. I just thought it sounded cool. I thought it was like, oh, he's 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 going. He's research. He's on the fly. But I was wrong. Now, now I just have to listen to you putting your phone down like and going mm. bong and vibrating like this. The stand. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seems so annoyed. Well, because you peaked the levels, so well, now... I can bring that down. <sighs> the lining is silver. The silver lining is I can bring that down. But now people know when you hear this sound, Danny, it means turn the page. So we're golden. We're golden. We're punchy. We're punchy. It's a morning record. We normally mo- record yeah. in the afternoon. Okay, so drink report. We're not drinking <laughs> beer right now. We're having coffee and iced tea. Yep. <laughs> So we're talking about The Lining is Silver this week um, from Bird and the B-Sides. This is the last track on the fan-curated vinyl, right? Yep. Which which will be shipping any day. That's right. Yeah, because you know what was funny? Last week, I updated. I said how I had sent an email to uh, some mix vinyl. Small, medium, large, extra large, yeah. yeah. I sent an email to them. I was like, hey, uh, just checking in. What's up with the final and they were like oh it's on the press now and it'll be shipping any day i'm like great thank you and by the time we had our next episode and i could update on that it turned out they had sent out an email two days before (laughs) to everyone letting them know then i tweeted that that email went out and a bunch of people were like oh man it was in my spam filter oh good so we're still we're still still breaking news here at sadie hawkins that's why when you hear clickety clack 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 that's me breaking the reliant k news It's like that show Newsroom on HBO, but we just cover all the Reliant Case news. <laughs> Is that show still on? No, it no. had like two seasons. That was it, right? It was like three seasons. All right. Let's talk about the song. <laughs> <laughs> we already did it a little bit. We talked about the ska stuff. Yeah, um... I guess we can start with sort of the music. This is like a, this is such a cool song. It's so interesting that it's the only song off of the Nashville Tennessee EP that's on the fan curated vinyl oh yeah it's funny that it makes that cut because like nothing from air for free is on the that vinyl right nothing from the first album is on that vinyl i mean i voted for the song did you i don't remember if i voted for this i'm pretty sure i voted for this song i don't think i did vote for this song now i have to go back and listen to our earlier episodes where we talked about what we each voted for and see if because this is a great song and the band played it a ton of most any song that we've covered so far this has the most. This probably has the most YouTube videos of the hmm. band playing it live. Interesting. That I've ever seen. Well, we haven't gotten to be my escape yet. <laughs> no, but it also seems like this is a song that they played a lot once smartphones are around. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Cause, well, yeah, because the it came out in two thousand and eight, right? And we already had iPhones, and I don't remember if they took video by then or not. It might have been they right did. around there. They did, but I remember you couldn't zoom. Yeah. The first iPhones, you couldn't zoom. Oh, no. The first iPhones, there was no video. Because I remember being really annoyed because I'm like, oh, my gosh, on my old flip phone, at least I could take a video. But you could not take video. And you couldn't send and receive pictures at first. And then they fixed that in, like, the second generation. But I think, think, yeah, but I think you could take video 
I'll have to research this. <laughs> I feel like you could take video on the first iPhones, maybe after a firm, maybe after an update, maybe with like iOS two or three, because we had early iPhones. We did. Jessica and I have had iPhones since iOS one. Yeah. Like we remember when iOS basically was useless. Like you couldn't. Oh yeah. You couldn't move the icons on your screen. You couldn't download apps. There were no apps. No, you had what came on the phone, and yes, you had like internet capability. So we lived. We had um just moved to New York at the time, mm-hmm. each of us, and I got it so that because it had maps and I was like, I am going to get lost in New York City. Right. I need to have a map on me constantly so I'll get this cool phone that has it. But you did not have turn by turn navigation. You no. had to get an extra app through your phone company that drained your battery well, for that. I remember there was Google Maps was built into yes. the, I- the first yeah. iOS, not Apple Maps, but Google Maps. Yeah. And it couldn't pinpoint you to your exact location. It would give you a large yeah. circle and be like, you're somewhere in this circle, yeah. right? And then eventually, but that was iOS 1. So at some point, like, they let you download apps. They let you move. They start to finally let you move the icons on the screen. They, at some point, I guess they had video. I don't remember there being no video, but I'm sure that's true. But I just feel like my first iPhone I had for a while and I know I took video on it because I have those videos and I I knew I couldn't zoom. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it was just a matter of iOS 1. Maybe. Didn't do video. And then an update came out that allowed you to do video, but you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. Anyway. This is you couldn't send Tech Talk text. with yeah. Sadie Hawkins Pod. <laughs> what got us here? Because this song has a ton of live oh, videos. People filming and this. And it's from like 08. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that'll come up again later. Because we will watch some of those videos. Um, there's there's a Letitia or Letitia Kruger element to this song. Uh, <laughs> the guitar that does that thing, and I think it's just kind of towards the end, oh, right. has that, we'll see you next time at AMC before the movie is kind of feel to <laughs> okay. it. We should, uh, just that, in like, case, do, 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 do just thing. in case no one remembers or hasn't heard of Lakeisha Kruger in our previous episodes, there's some sort Lakeisha, of, that was Lakeisha, that there's some sort of uh, like bot YouTube channel where it's just a bunch of like generic like HGTV and commercial music. Like I call Pond Five because that's the website I'm most familiar with. That like generic bed music, and it's a collection of those in videos, but they mislabel it as tons of different artists, and they actually present it as, as lyric as videos. lyric video. So it's like lyric but not video, to the song. yeah, lyric video for the lining is silver. But then it's some other like bed music, some yeah. like generic bed music. There is not a Lakeisha Kruger. The lining is silver this week, because we all didn't we figure out Lakeisha Kruger or whoever runs that website, or if it's a name they made up or whatever. They were going alphabetically, probably through yes. some root folder yeah. of like here's all the tracks on my hard drive, and just name all of these, all of these tracks on my hard drive because it was going alphabetically by artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's funny because I think of the guitar. Like that sort of jangly guitar thing. Not jangly, but that sort of like um, U2 guitar. There's Mm -hmm. like a U2 guitar element on top of this. It's a very layered song. There's a lot actually going on in this because there is that like upstroke ska-esque thing. There's like a hard driving pop rock, almost pop punk sort of thing. Polished punk, pop punk sort of thing. There's the U2 guitar on top of it. This is a surprisingly complex song. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of covers of this song. Hmm. There are a bunch. There are a couple, but there aren't a ton. I thought there would be more. 
I mean, given that I think this is a, like a minor hit. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, it made the list. Oh, I was just, we were saying before, but like, for there not to be any Air for Free songs on the fan vinyl. Or self-titled. Or self-titled. But there to be one Burden the B-Sides song. And I know that Burden, obviously all their albums are beloved. And Burden the B-Sides, I know a lot of people would love it. But you think of a B-Side collection or, at, you know, this sort of offshoot, the way the Nashville Tennessee EP is kind of like an offshoot side mm-hmm full-length album you think of those as like probably less in the consciousness of people at least when they're making a list but somehow the lining is silver in the middle of the Nashville Tennessee P is a song that got enough votes to be on the vinyl also lining is silver and they end with it what does that mean conspiracy theories oh is the lining is silver is it that they're done but they're giving you this one last album is the album the silver lining or is it that they're like okay the lining is silver because we've been gone for quite a while, but we're back. What is the what is the what is the lining that is silver, Dan? Uh, both. <laughs> it can't be both. It can't be both. <laughs> you got to pick one. Is this a fan theory you saw online? Because there are tons of people thinking that Reliant K is done because of the fan vinyl. No, this was just um. Or at least a bunch of people worried about that. No, but I'm sure that's out there. So it is out there. Yeah. Um, so we're still kind of talking about the music. Let me look if I have any other notes about the music. I still haven't gotten used to running the podcast off of my phone. I would like to have my laptop, but it is so noisy. Um, so I talked about the U2 guitars. Oh, oh, um, don't you love the bass in this song? Especially how it opens, like the main melody is it opens with that bass line. I do. Isn't that great? It is great. And it matches like the vocal melody, right? Cuz that adds that it, like I was saying about ska music, that is a characteristic element of ska music is that the bass is the main melodic instrument. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think of when you especially if you go back to proper first wave ska. Everyone thinks of when you come to when it, when you get to ska punk, when you get to like third wave and what comes after third wave. There's a lot of melody in the guitar. You, there's complicated punk and metal guitar work in those kind of ska bands. There's a lot of melody, obviously, in the horns. But when you go back to first wave ska, and then that goes all the way up through proper third wave ska, like the Toasters and Bib Scala Bim, the guitar is just a rhythm instrument. The guitar is not the lead instrument. That's why it's just dun, dun, that's why it's just the the upstrokes the guitar is just a, is just a rhythm instrument and the main melodic instrument is the bass yeah. in ska music that's the proper traditional way to play ska then horns are there to like accent melody if horns are even there horns are not required for ska so my point is maybe this is a bit of a ska song because the opening main melodic instrument is that bass line and Jessica has just started learning how to play bass. I was, I was trying to let you say it, but you're not saying it. Because we talked about this on Twitter, but Jessica's been wanting to learn, to own and learn to play bass forever. And I was like, this Valentine's Day, I'm, I'm actually going to get you your bass. And we went out shopping. She was looking at YouTube videos and she picked a Fender Jazz Master. I know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a Squire, which is by Fender. Oh. Um, classic vibe, 60s jazz bass. Okay. See, I don't know enough about that stuff. <laughs> I picked it up and I'd be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, 
So, he yeah. did pick it up though and just immediately started playing like Well, I just stuff. did the, I just basically put my fingers in what I knew as guitar chords. Yeah. And it was it was sounding like something, it, it but was. I don't know what I'm actually doing. <laughs> um so you like that bass line cuz now you've been paying a ton yeah. of attention to the bass and yeah. stuff of different songs. Yeah. Yeah. All my other notes are on the lyrics, but you like that bass? I, I do. You, see, you like it to bass? <laughs> No, I do like the bass. Okay. <laughs> Did you have any other notes about the music? Because this is a great song. It's very it is a great song. It's, it's like diverse in in and of itself. It it rocks. It's like got it's got a nice message, but it's also not like a totally uh, solid message. Like you don't a hundred percent necessarily know. It's like a tone. Like uh, lyrically, it's a tone. Like yeah. you get an idea without. With only having minor little literal things in your head. Right. Yeah, there are there is at least one literal music video, which I was not expecting, because this isn't a very literal song. Yeah. But I did find one literal music video. What was fun was that there wasn't a lot in the deep dive, but what did come up was, again, Tumblr. So I went to it, and the number of people who messed up the lyrics and said, the yeah. forest for the cemetery. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I tweeted that already. <laughs> yeah, I saw that you did that. And I was like, that's so funny because as I was going through, I was like on Tumblr, there were at least three different posts that no, I saw No, a bunch that of with. people did. Like, cause, it, symmetry is a very difficult word to spell, though. Uh, especially if you don't necessarily know the word. Right. Maybe you've never really heard the word. Maybe you're only familiar with the band Pet Symmetry. <laughs> Pet Symmetry. There is a band called Pet is Symmetry. There? Yeah. That's great. But I love a good pun. Hang on, I'm sorry. Our, our water bubbler just turned on, and okay. I need to turn it off. It's been humming for like three minutes. Okay. There we go. When it stops being cold, it like restarts up the refrigeration yeah. thing on it. So yeah, think something we never talk about on this show is lyric videos. So many people make lyric videos, but some of them are really bland. It's just they went through their iMovie and made a lyric video yeah. it's nothing but text some of them they maybe put some pictures or whatever we never really talk about those because very seldom are they worth talking about but i was watching some and yeah some people just like corrected i don't know if like because most of the lyric sites seem to be right mm-hmm. it's cemetery cemetery not cemetery but cemetery but i guess some lyric videos people making kids making lyric videos they were like that's not the word it's cemetery and they corrected it <laughs> and then obviously it comes through in a bunch of covers there's only like there's less there's about 10 covers but it came through in one or two of those um and then one of one of the videos that we can that we can play is like a stick figure that's one of the, that's i guess there are two ly- literal lyric videos one of them is with a drawing of stick figures with mm-hmm. limited animation. And he sees a forest and then he turns to see a cemetery. Oh, no. I'm like, that's not what it is. <laughs> so we can talk about the lyrics now because that's my number. Is that your number one line that you want to talk about? Because that's actually my number one line that I, I have talk a whole. About. I think I developed a whole theory on what this song means. Okay. Because it, like I was saying, it is not a very um, tangent, tan, tangible song. Right. Like it doesn't like obviously he talks he talks about going through a closet, and he talks about throwing away a list and those give you physical ideas of things, but it's it's not like a very it's not very much like a story. Oh, do you, do you want? But to- I have a story in my head for what this song kind of means, okay. which is true. This is true about a lot of Nashville tennis songs. Like a lot of the Nashville tennis songs on that first disc of Bird and the B sides don't seem to have that like yeah. tangible, yeah. solid thing. Like, where do I go from here? Is a song that when we started talking about it, I was like, I don't know what's going on in this song. It just he's just he, it's just like 
It just and feels like maybe that- that's why they got pushed to that EP instead of being on a full length album, because a lot of the more full length album songs are a lot more tangible. Right. Do you want to know what my li- misheard lyric was for this song? What's that? I never heard Bon Voyage. I thought yeah. he was saying Kumbaya. <gasps> That's what I, that's what I kind of thought too. Oh really? Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> we should get married. <laughs> we do make a good team. Yeah. Yeah. It and and it worked with Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't really think. I didn't know what he was saying. It was for me. It was one of those things. Where it's like not really sure what he's saying, and I thought he might be saying bon, vi- bo- bon-, bon voyage, but then. I was like, that could be wrong. But that is what he was... It's one of those things where it's like, that's actually what he was saying. Yeah. And I thought it's what he could be saying, but it didn't feel right. And then I thought he could be saying Kumbaya, and it felt the same way, where it's like, that could be what he's saying, but it doesn't feel right. He's saying Bon Voyage. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I totally could hear a version where he's singing Kumbaya. But also, that's like... So that's He's like, ah, Kumbaya, yeah, Kumbaya. It's, all good. it's a Christian it's song. All good. We're referencing one of the biggest pop Christian hits of all time. Is, is that a Christian song? I thought kumbaya, it was just a my Lord, kumbaya. song. Oh. Oh, yeah, Maybe there's right. a, Is there a secular version of Kumbaya that I'm not familiar with? No, I just never <laughs> considered it a Christian song because it's just an old campfire song. Right. Well, it's I an didn't old really Christian think campfire about, song. I know. I didn't really think about the connotations, I guess. Um, I don't know a lot about the history of Kumbaya. I just know it like a nursery <laughs> rhyme. Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya. Yeah. Something, something, my lord, Kumbaya. But he's not singing Kumbaya. I just imagine a bunch of teens singing it around a campfire before a masked individual comes and starts stabbing them. Like, um, He's like, I hate that song. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to go line by line or do you want to just talk about maybe the lines that we're really drawn to? Because like I said, I'm... We re- can go line by line. Okay. Well, let me give you my overall feeling on this song. That, and see if you agree or disagree, but I never gave the song a lot of thought about what could it mean, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this in people's YouTube videos, and I read a little bit of song meanings, but I didn't like save any of them. People just seem to think it's just generally like, hey, life's not so bad, chin up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and sure, that's the, that's, that's, when you hear the lining, you know, silver lining on a cloud and the lining is silver, that is what that sentiment means, large, more largely. But I think he's zeroed, he's taken that concept of this, the lining, look for the silver lining, and he's applied it to one specific situation. And I think the thing that I'm finally taking away from this song is that he's talking about people. He's talking mm-hmm. about human beings. Because we could go line by line, but if I skip um, the first verse and go to, I found a list of flaws that I saw in myself and other people, and I threw them away because Bon Voyage. There's more that supports this than just that, but I got this sense that like this is like not a, a song that is about not judging people for their sins. Whereas we have come across a lot of early Reliant K songs that are about, like, the one we always will go back to is Justin and Vanessa. <laughs> it's like, because he doesn't just say, cause, and there are so many songs in Reliant K's first three albums that are about, like, himself not living up to his expectations for what he should be as a Christian or backsliding and he wasn't good enough and how can I fix my um, consequences. You know, I don't want to face these consequences and I don't want to, I wish this didn't happen and Mm -hmm. how can I set this right? 
but I see him here saying he found a list of flaws in himself and other people, and he threw them away because Bon Voyage. He's just throwing them away. Mm -hmm. And there are like so many, there are other early Reliant K songs that are about the flaws in him and the flaws in other people. So like this feels like a total 180 where he's like, I'm done judging people and I'm done criticizing people for their flaws. And then he sings about, isn't it nice to know that the lining is silver? Isn't it nice to know that we're golden? That's why it doesn't, oh, (laughs) that's why when I see people with their song meanings and this one particular music video where they think it's just in the general sense of silver lining of, hey, chin up, the lining is silver. Life's not so bad. I don't think it's about that. I think it's about... I don't think it's about the situation has a silver lining. Our lives have a silver lining. I think he's literally, he's taking that metaphor, that common metaphor of the silver lining in the cloud. You have a rainy day, you have a bad day, but there's a silver lining and you're going to get through the rainy day. He's not talking about your day. He's not talking about your life. He's talking about us in our souls. We have the silver lining. We are gold because we are, are sure we're sinful and we're flawed but why are we dwelling on that why are we criticizing that why are we throwing up when we look at justin and vanessa why aren't we just looking at them and saying you're golden there's gold inside you yeah you're there's no reason to dwell on these flaws take that list of flaws take that list of things you're messed up for throw it away just be yourself be be good be good to yourself yeah i really like that and i agree you agree yeah 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 and it just, I don't think I've seen, at least yet, and there might be other songs like this, but when I kind of connected to this idea, I was like, there aren't really other Reliant K songs like this I can think of, but more specifically, there are a ton of Reliant K songs before this song that are against that message. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to like take all of those songs that are about criticizing your own flaws and criticizing the flaws of other people around you, and then suddenly get to this song. And then when I think of Collapsible Lung and forget not slow down and air for free i can't immediately think of songs on those albums that are the same as what have you been doing lately or i so hate consequences or other songs like that that are about criticizing yourself so i'm wondering if this is almost like a turning point lyrically and who knows chronologically when he wrote the song but i'm like is this a turning point for his view of himself and his criticizing himself, because that's also something I think Christians can grow out of or into to say, like, I'm not going to be, you know, when you're early, when you're an early Christian and you're all gung ho and you're, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, this is all the problems with the world and this is all the problems with people and I'm going to fix it. And after a while you're like, Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm going for a long time. <laughs> But then he says, then then this supports the next thing I'm about to say. At the end of the song, he says, I found a love in me. I always somehow knew that it existed. It just needed to be set free. Bon voyage. And like, is that love? The love that, you know, he wasn't showing Vanessa Vanessa and Justin? It's it's a song of accepting yourself. Yeah. Like, I, like, found this love in myself that... I hadn't had there before. Mm-hmm. And so now I can like say bon voyage to those bad feelings yeah. and to that whatever else. And I can just start to accept me for me. And I think there are more songs like that or that at least have that same general feeling on Air for Free. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of Air for Free, I think, is just like the absolute maturing of 
Reliant K. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just in, in, you could say in sound, but definitely lyrically, where mm-hmm. it's like there's, it, all, all those songs feel like so much more like, uh, like there's an acceptance and just like a, a confidence and a belief in oneself and where where they are at, where one is at in life. Right. Did you, you, you I talked for a while. So did you have things to say? <laughs> the line that I'm particularly drawn to um, is, when it falls apart and you can't see the forest for the cemeteries. Um, I take that line as someone who tends to look for signs in everything. I'm a very high context individual. So I read way more into like everything in every situation than I should. Mm -hmm. So the way I read that line is like, you know, when it falls apart and you can't see the forest for the cemeteries, it's so relatable because sometimes we're so busy looking for like signs and wanting to read what we want to read into situations than just what they are and accepting them for face value that we can't see that there's something more there and we get disappointed when it's not what we wanted but there's still a line the silver lining there right there's still something there it's just you got so hung up that you couldn't see what was what was meant to be right and my thought on that lyric goes to my overall theory on this song and it's like a neighbor to your thought where I was thinking, the only thing I can't figure out is the black shoes. <laughs> but when it comes to the forest through the cem- cem- the forest th- for the cemetery, I think that had to do, for me, and my theory on the song, is that it's he can't enjoy the natural beauty of the world, the way things just are in their natural state, because he's too busy looking for perfection. Exactly. Symmetry yeah. means perfection. Exactly. Especially in the in the art world, like there's all those art theories about like symmetry is perfect beauty. But symmetry does not exist in the natural world. It absolutely doesn't. Like they, you know, like trees don't grow in a perfectly symmetrical shape. Like forests do not have perfect lines of trees like in a column. You know what I mean? Like rocks are not perfectly rounded. Like there, mm-hmm. you know, no, no two rocks are perfectly round. No two snowflakes are the same. You do not find symmetry in the natural world. No person ever. is perfectly symmetrical. And that's the thing is human beings are part of the natural world. Human beings cannot be found to be symmetrical. People go for plastic surgery and they make their faces look symmetrical and stuff. And then like, I guess in the sense that I'm talking about this song is the symmetry is, is like being a perfect Christian or being a perfectly balanced. Yeah person in and your no faith. one is so you no, go yeah. looking for that and you're going to miss what's really there yeah so can you so and especially because Reliant K is a band who's so known for t- singing about nature and putting that in their visual imagery and their music videos and their cover art it's like you're not in you're out in a forest and you aren't seeing what's beautiful because all you see is that nothing is is like perfectly shaped right like imagine like like what's it's like dude you're in the forest <laughs> So, I don't know. Sorry, I just lost track of what I was saying because I was circling around what I already said. Right, and to support your theory, it's that if you look inward and you can't see who you are for the perfections you're trying to see, right. you're missing something. But there's a silver lining because there is good and, yeah. and, and you know, there's gold in there. Right. So, I just, and it, it just seems like actual beauty comes from asymmetric, it comes from asymmetry asymmetrical things like that's where real beauty is found things need to be slightly imperfect because if things are just perfect first it's like way too much work than it's worth 
to to make things perfect perfect in that sense but then like don't they plan become too much bl- danny it may not turn out right <laughs> yeah exactly tell me why so <laughs> don't plan too much it may not turn out right so yeah the only line i couldn't so to so to your point what was your point on the the symmetry? <laughs> I was I was just saying that how like I read it is, and and that's just me. What uh, my personal takeaway is like when you're trying to read too much into a situation right. that you can't just see like what other good could come from the situation right, symmetry, because you're trying yeah. to put too much emphasis on what you want to see in it. Right, because I guess you could also look at symmetry as like a man, because symmetry only exists when it's and when it's designed to be that way by an intelligence right so it's like you're looking for that perfect message from higher up or from the universe or whatever like things happened exactly how they were supposed to happen but like maybe things are just there because they're just there and you just enjoy them and don't worry about them so much yep yeah uh so the only line i can't figure out in this song really is my new black shoes (laughs) black shoes black coat White Cadillac, the boy's a time bomb. <laughs> I can't figure out. It's like he's he's got a new black. He's got a, is it even that does he even say black shoes? Literal. I found my new black shoes while cleaning out the bones left in my closet. They were there with the bad excuse, Bon Voyage. I I don't know. I, I think that just maybe just sets up the tone. Yeah. Of the song, yeah. I, there might be a metaphor in there. I saw someone's thing was like his new shoes represent his new attitude on life, and I'm like, yeah, but I can they're buy black. That. So it's dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a white hat and a black hat. Um, yeah, so I think this is a really interesting song in the context of the songs that we've, well, only the songs we've discussed on this podcast so far. Because this is the first, because we've seen a number of repeated themes throughout Relying K's music. Yeah. This is a theme. If we're on bass, who knows? If we're on bass, this is the first song I've seen in this kind of theme. Mm-hmm. There, um, yeah. there, there might be other ones. I'm focused on this song right now. I can't think of other ones, but you said there could, there are more like that on air for free, possibly. But yeah, this is like, was this sort of a turning point in Matt Thiessen's writing lyrically, his point of view on the self. faith and the self and what is expected of other people? Yeah. I don't know. You tell us. What are your theories? Oh, Call us right. up at 402-95-SADIE and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. You can email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. The show's not over, but we're just going through. <laughs> and you can contact us on Instagram and Twitter, which are Sadie Hawkins Pod. Um, yeah, so I think, do you have anything else you want to say about the song? Because maybe we can go, do you have, you had some deep dive stuff? Um, or you just not, saw some Tumblr pages. Yeah, I just saw some Tumblr pages. There's not a ton for this. There's like a WordPress uh, from Jane Austen Runs My Life. Okay. It's a WordPress site. Yep, if you hadn't guessed it, this is another step in the Getting Over Heartbreak series. 25, The Lining is Silver by Reliant K. This song comes off the album The Bird and the B-Sides, the same CD that Up and Up came from. Well, actually, Up It Up came from the previous <laughs> oh, record, yeah. but that's okay. This is the the version both Danny and I prefer, so it's cool. Um, the title of the song comes from the idiom that every cloud has a silver lining, which means that you can always find good in the bad. Now, the song takes it in a new direction. It does cover that in bad you can find good, but also that the lining is silver in you. So 
this person also believes your theory, Dan. Uh, you are the good in the bad situation. Yay. It resides in who you are. You are golden. You are awesome. And yeah. Then, and then they post the lyrics with just like a bunch of different positive memes, basically. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> and Jane Austen quotes and things like that. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, like I said, this song, we'll get into videos. This song was seems to have been played a ton in the years after it was released, it was seemed like a staple from pretty much. It was more of a staple than staples. Yes. <laughs> so from like 2008 up through 2013, this song was played a lot. There were a ton of live videos. Many of them look very, very bad, like, like blown out, awful pixels, but tons, just tons of concert footage. Um, here's one that I was super excited. And I was, when we were talking about, when I was arguing with you about how iOS cameras might have worked uh-huh. in 2009 or whatever, uh-huh. this is why, because look, this is 2000 uploaded by, uploaded by Hope Valuum in 2009. This was RevGen, Frenchtown, New Jersey. Oh. We were at this concert. Oh, snap, we were. I don't know if you're looking in there for us, but I've already done that. (laughs) (laughs) I was not. Okay. I was mainly staring at the audience like, come on, Danny, just cross the camera. Where are you? I don't know where we... We were were way up front. Okay. And I mean, not way up front, but we were pretty close and we were a little... We were closer towards like the um, stage right. Okay. I mean, we were pretty centered, but we were slightly stage right. So this was cool to find a concert that I know we were at. And I'm like, I was there. I know for sure we were there. I remember what outfit I was wearing that day because I have pictures in it from that day. Is that when is that when we had our picture with the supertones? Is that that day? That was two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Now I know that, and this is why I argued with you about video on an iPhone because after finding this Revgen concert, and Revgen was it's a New Jersey Christian Christian rock festival. I don't think it happens anymore. Um, We went to it for two years because we were living in the New Jersey New York area. Two thousand ten, the supertones had reunited, and they played there. And I took three videos and I uploaded them to YouTube. And I was like, oh, I haven't thought about those videos in a while. I created a separate YouTube channel just for those three videos. It was not until 2009 that the iPhone had video capability. So we got ours in 2007 and they did not have video at that time. I don't think that I got, I didn't get a new iPhone for years. Oh, what what I, what I know is I went and I looked at the RevGen Supertones videos that I uploaded and I actually had a note in them that said, the sound quality is really bad and there's no zoom because this is an iPhone, but just wanted people to check this out. It was great to see the Supertones again or something like that. And I didn't remember until I read that. Then I'm like, oh yeah, the first iPhones didn't have zoom. So that's why I was confused when you said the first iPhones didn't even have video. I feel like it was an iOS, we're back on this, but I feel like it would have been an iOS update because I don't know when I got my second iPhone, but I don't think... I think we skipped whatever the second one was. We did skip the second one. I went to an iPhone 3. I didn't get an iPhone 2. So the first iPhone came out on June 29th of 2007. I remember I got mine in November of 2007. And I got mine pretty early. I don't remember when. Yeah. They were all 16 gigabytes. Right. Um... There was no app store. Right. Um, you did have internet, but 
you could only like do very minimal stuff with it. Um, it can only handle 128 megabytes of memory, and the camera was 2.0 megapixels. <laughs> yeah, some of the I first, I, I still have all my iPhone photos, and some of the early ones are really bad. And then, oh, maybe we did go because we both had 3Gs. I remember that. So 3G. I don't know if there was a, a second one because then it says the 3G came out. The 3G July was, 11, I think the 3G was the second one. Yeah, so we definitely had those. No, um, I didn't have, but I didn't have the second one. What was the. Oh, I did. I think you, you might, maybe you started 3GS. at the 3G. No, I definitely had the first one. The 3GS one. Was, was the iPhone 3, I think. Okay. So maybe we did skip the 3G and we both got 3GSs. I don't remember. <laughs> Again, welcome to Tech tech Talk with yeah. Sadie Hawkins Pod. Yeah. So it was not until June 19th, 2009 with the 3GS that they introduced oh, okay. video. All right. All right. With three megapixels. Hoo-hoo. Big doings. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was cool to find the RevGen concert from 2009 yeah, that, that I know cool. we were at. So I guess I took my second iPhone to RevGen 2010 and filmed the Supertones. And there's also that video of you, of us way, way back away from the stage during Devil Wears Prada. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's why <laughs> that's I on remember YouTube that as well. yeah. what I was wearing was because of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jessica dances to the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> right. That's what I call it. Um. So in 2010, there was a couple performances of an acoustic tour, and Lining is Silver was one of the songs they played. And here's one from St. Louis in December Jessica was watching so much of that. I was like, should I stop it now? But she was like mesmerized <laughs> and still watching. I thought I heard maybe the glockenspiel in there, but I couldn't see. I, I was listening to the, um that it, that's what I'm talking about. That do, 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 do thing is oh, like, yeah. thanks for coming to before the movie is like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something that I meant to bring to the show earlier when we talked about the music. I was also distracted because there was something that I wanted to say when we came back and I completely forgot what it was now. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it was going back to that line. I was thinking more about the line that you were confused about with the in the closet with my new black shoes. Uh-huh. Um, it, they were there with a bad excuse with the the bones left in my closet. I think the bad excuse was for, you know, the the skeletons in his closet, essentially. It was uh, like, yeah, I've got skeletons in my closet. And along with them comes just a bad excuse as to why they're there. OK, well, we can watch and the literal just, music video and see. <laughs> yeah, they're in there with my new black shoes. That's just a that's just a classic Reliant K fun wordplay that you yeah. know, is whatever. I forgot that I wanted to listen to the. There's that zing, that silvery sound. That Yeah. Thing. I wanted to hear what that would sound like backwards. OK. Because it sounds like it's backwards. <laughs> so let's let's listen to this. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's the glockenspiel or it's something similar. It's a percussion, you know, yeah. like instrument 
and they played the song, the, the noise backwards. Here, listen to this again. Yep, I definitely heard Hail Satan. <laughs> oh no, Ryan Kay. That's why he's turned 180 degrees <laughs> from his feelings on humans. I do like that, like, yeah. kind of sound. It's very spacey. So it sounds like they took a glockenspiel or a xylophone sound or a vibraphone sound, one of the three, and I thought it was backwards. It sounded to or me... Or a triangle. Or, a tr- or just a triangle. It's not a cowbell for sure. It does not sound <laughs> like a cowbell. But they took some sort of some sort of instrument like that and played the sound backwards and that's how you get that zing that silvery sound but yeah i meant to i meant to have that prepared and ready for the show it was still up on my loud computer so i couldn't actually bring it to the desk but yeah then i thought about it again when the that live video just now had the glockenspiel um lots more live performances i didn't save most of them but uh here we are now let's hear a proper rock full band version done by Reliant K in Manila in 2013. Again, we're back to Manila. And on Twitter, I said that in this video, you can see the sign for the mall and it's called Market Market. That's the name of the mall. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh yeah, there's a mall called Market Market in, in Manila. But then David Ketch apparently used to live in Manila. Oh, wow. And he left a comment on our Candlelight Flare video from Manila that... He's like, oh, this mall is some other... I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the mall because I don't have his comment up. But he's like, this mall is whatever mall. And he had some other things to say about it. I'm like, wait, it's not Market Market? And he's like, no, Market Market's a different one. Oh. So it seems like when Reliant K played Manila in 2013, they, they, they were on a mall, mall tour. tour. <laughs> Apparently. The Manila mall tour. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What is this, 1993? I know. <laughs> With like Tiffany. <laughs> So here they are in Manila, 2013, at Market Market. Oh, on uh, on September 27th, 2013. <laughs> You hear the bass in that version? It's a lot more yeah. chunky, a lot more <laughs> punky. You're so, chunky punky. Oh, I am. <laughs> so, uh, you know where they played this song on the Warp Tour 2011? There's a number of different Warp Tours 2011 where they played this song in seemingly every show. Nice. Or every show that someone videoed. And last official video of the band playing it, here's another acoustic show from that acoustic tour. But just listen how it sounds at the beginning. It's It sounds a little different. This is uploaded by Dave and Davenport on, in 2010. <laughs> 
sounds like a whole different song. It just yeah, sounds it like a general U2 thing. Yeah. But it'll, I like it'll, it though. I'm jamming yeah, to it. It'll lead into the song. It could just be the quality of the recording, but it sounds like that opening guitar is like a little, it is played a little lower. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It could just be the recording, the audio recording quality, but I like it lower because it has less of that, like, that pond fiveiness to it. Yeah. So let's get into covers. Here is uh, Zeke Powers back. <laughs> and we're hitting all the Zeke Power songs. So here's Zeke. He actually has a long. If you don't like it. This seems like another early one from him, 2010. And he's got like, he talks for like two minutes. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you don't like this song, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, just play the song. Okay. Anyway, sorry. different song did he play like completely different chords it sounds like know. a totally different song <laughs> i don't just know just with the same lyrics yeah it's it's completely transformed that's what i love yeah. about Z power covers is he either totally transforms the song or he just does a really pretty straight ahead version of the song that was great yeah uh here's someone i've never seen before this is taylor woot with his friend chris brank <laughs> sounds good <laughs> They're just messing around. And I found my new black shoes While cleaning out the bones up to my closet They were there with a bad excuse Bon voyage I found a backup plan I'm grateful that I didn't have to use it But it's made up of real good friends Bon voyage Isn't it nice to know that the lining is silver? Isn't it nice to know that we're golden? They kind of turned it into, I don't know if they're Christian or not, but they kind of turned it into a worship acoustic song. A little, but yeah, yeah. I still dig it. Still dig it. Um, Good job, Chris Dank. <laughs> Chris Chris Brank? 
It's Chris. It's Taylor Woot with guest Chris Brank. Nice. It's Taylor Woot's YouTube show. Anyway, yeah, there's a bunch of other covers, some odd ones. Uh, here's John Savage. Uh, he's on SoundCloud, and my SoundCloud is not loading <laughs> properly. Why did it go to the? Why did it go to the browser when I have the app? All right, it's taking forever. Anytime you will hear John Savage's cover. Here we go. Oh, and I wanted to say, no, I'll wait till we play first. <laughs> well, I found my new black shoes. Cleaning out the bones left in my closet. They were there with the bad excuse. Well, I found my backup pair. I'm grateful that I didn't have to use it. It's made up of real good friends. Isn't it nice to know that the lining is silver? Isn't it nice to know that we're golden? So I was going to say that doesn't even sound like John because we've played a bunch of his covers and he submitted some to us. I don't know. His mm-hmm. voice sounds slightly different there. Oh, I don't know. Did you not find that to be the case? No, but I thought it was pretty. <laughs> it, maybe it was just a different kind <laughs> of singing than he normally does. Maybe. Yeah. I like it. I did like Yeah, I liked it too. So there's a couple, there's a bunch of female covers. There's a, uh, one that I would rather not mention than put it down. <laughs> um, now everyone who's done a cover out there is going to be like, was it mine? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Um, so we'll just move on to fun stuff. Now, did you put that, that whatever cover that is in your notes, Danny? I did. Well, if you're a Patreon oh, subscriber right. at the. Ten dollar tier, or $10 maybe tier? at the five dollar tier. I can't remember. It'll say if you sign up for our Patreon, it'll say which one you. Oh, the five dollar tier. At the five dollar tier, you get all our bonus episodes and you get access to my notes. Which means you'll be able to go on there and go through the covers and see <laughs> just exactly which one Danny was just teasing. Yep. Let's play one female cover. This is. Let's see. I didn't put their names here. So this is Julia Pauletti. With the lining is silver, uploaded in 2012. I found my new black shoes. While cleaning out the bones that in my closet, they were there with the bad So that's, yeah, I wanted to play one where it's just sort of a straight ahead, up yeah. and down strumming guitar, because all the other ones were like transformed, slightly finger picking versions. Right. It's good so, stuff. Um, yeah. So 
I think is it, it, this this seems to be a very versatile. Even though there's so much going on in the production of this song, it seems like a very versatile tune that mm-hmm. you can kind of transform in a lot of different ways. Also, we didn't comment on the I've got a backup plan. I did, thank goodness, thank God, I didn't have to use it. But it's made up of real good friends. That line also confuses me a little bit, like the black shoes, because I'm like, wait, he didn't have to go to his friends, and he's glad. I don't understand. It's just that he's got a backup plan, and it's made up of real good friends. But he's still glad that he didn't have to use it. But if he did have to use it, it'd be good. Like he's never had to knock on wood. But if he had to, <laughs> that's right. I want everyone out there to know that impression that I get is about how... No, it's not about how he's never had to knock on wood. It's about how he's never had to feel a powerful regret. Knock on wood. He does knock on wood. The point of knock on, the point of Money Money Boss Tones, the impression that I get knock on wood, <laughs> is that he does knock on wood. He knocks on wood because he's never had to, parenthetical, feel a powerful regret. Close parenthetical. Knock on wood. I'm shocked April didn't bark that entire time that you were knocking. <laughs> I was kind of testing her and she kept not doing it. <laughs> um, so here's one lyric video. I was saying how we never show lyric videos. But I found this one where I was like, actually, I'm like, oh, let me open this lyric video so I can, because I was studying them. This one's made up of images of anime girls praying. And I was like, but I... <laughs> I needed to pick a lyric video to help me, like, learn the lyrics. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'll just pick this one. Because the thumbnail doesn't show anime girls. Right. But when this started to be what's in between the lyrics, I'm nice. like, um, I'm at work right now. And I don't want anyone to walk past my desk and be like, what's he watching? Yeah. <laughs> He's just watching anime girls pray. It's a really specific case. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, so... Uh, the the video had been disconnected or was down or something, but something that did come up in the deep dive was a link to GodTube, and it was just the song, but with a like anime characters. Okay. Just and it said like, here's just a bunch of random pictures oh. set to the song. The lining is silver because I'm surprised no one's posted it here yet. I saw something like that on YouTube where they were like, YouTube took down my lining is silver music video, so go to this Vimeo link to see it. And I'm like, okay, let me check it out because it must be a music video. It's just a lyric video. It's just the lyrics. Just the lyrics. <laughs> just the lyrics. I'm like, like, I'm sorry they took down your just the lyrics video, but why did you? Why were you like, oh, I need people to know about it. Gonna link them through through YouTube. I don't know. I was I was like, it didn't seem worth my time to click it. I'm not pointing anybody. I'm not naming them. So here's this here's the stick figure video I was talking about, where he's um this little stick man. And it's like limited animation. It's like four frames per second, or even less, one frame per second. And the stick person actually literally had bones in his closet. Uh, he's just going around doing whatever the song says he's supposed to be doing. Do this with like a paint pen or something, maybe? It's cute, though. I think it's actually drawn with real paint on paper and yeah. then scanned into the computer. Yeah. Like this does not look like it. Yeah, this was drawn yeah. with real paint. And then either photographed really well or scanned in. But mm-hmm. this was not drawn in the computer. Good stuff. Anytime anybody does animation, I'm like, wow. Oh, and they now, outline themselves in silver. Yeah, they're so like, they, my line is so silver. They under- is silver so yeah. they do understand that the people are the silver. The people are the gold. And then this one's very interesting. This is some sort of like rubber 
a yellow rubber placemat or something that he's drawn the character into and then erased it each time because you can oh, still yeah. you can see the outlines of each drawing. Yeah. Oh wow, cool. And then it went it like circled the drain and went away. That's pretty cool. And then this is the one if I can find the forest for the cemetery. I think I missed I think it. You, yeah, I passed it. Can't see <laughs> the forest for the cemetery. Nice. Still well done. Yeah. I think that was the first time I saw that people thought it was cemetery. So then here's one. I was I was kind of referring to this before when I said some people thought that this song is just about having a bad day and looking at the silver lining. That's how this person... Oh, I didn't credit the last person. Hold on. The stick figure video was done by... M-A-T-O-U-S, last name, K-Y-N-C-L. Uh, then this next video I was referring to, this is a sock puppet music video with little skits all nice. throughout it where the sock puppets talk to each other. What's up? I'm sad, Matt T. What's wrong? That one sock puppet is literally supposed to be Matt no. Tyson. His name is I Matt T. See, this is great. And it's way out of focus. I think the person did this shot by themselves and the the, the Oh, there auto- we go. Now it auto focused. Yeah. Golden locks. 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 Oh. This is fantastic. Sorry, I had a hair on my phone. <laughs> and now the band is playing. It's Reliant it's K amazing. as Sock Puppets. This must be... There's four members, so this must be... That, that's, that's a little... Great. That's a little um, anachronistic for four members playing the Bird and the B-Side song. But there's four hands in Sock Puppets being Reliant K. But yeah, his message in the song, the guy, his takeaway is... Life isn't so bad. Look at the silver lining. I'm like, no, this is about don't look at people's sin and dwell on it. Don't judge people and yourself for sin. Right. Um, It's cute. At the end, the sock puppet dies. Oh, that's upsetting. (laughs) Spoiler warning. Weird. But he's like, I'm dying, but the lining is silver. Oh, jeez. Dark. Okay. So then here's... Did he see the forest for the cemetery as well? (laughs) Maybe. He's like, here's the forest, but this is the cemetery I'm going to be living in. So here's a live action literal video. And it's interesting because I think the person, I think the girl shot it by herself. This is, um, oh boy, these YouTube names sometimes. Arielis, Arius, Arelis likes boys. A-R-I-L-S likes boys. So she's cleaning out her closet. She finds a pair of black shoes. Uh, she's clean. The Did bones. Did she bring some bones out? Well, she didn't use bones, but she used a bunch of pieces of paper written with a bunch of the problems in her life. Oh, nice. And one of them says bullshit. <laughs> Epic, of course. It says lies, secrets. Um, I can't tell what that one says. Tears, a, a drawing of a skull, and then the word bullshit. <laughs> so those are her bones in her closet. Well, at least a bitch ain't one. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. So she doesn't show her face in the whole video, but I think she shot it by herself on a tripod and stuff. 
and then she like sings it. Yeah. I just that was what that was some Lynchian creepiness <laughs> right there. It was like there. a stop motion thing where she had silver lining on her lips. And, and like then, it like, wasn't like a far away in a bathroom, but like that like up close mirror thing so you can see all your pores as yeah. that was weird and fun. Slightly Lynchian video. I think that might be the last video I have to talk about too, because I should have let us know that was the last nice. video. There's someone's kayaking vacation video. Because since that one lyric video led me to Vimeo, I'm like, oh I never searched Vimeo. Let's take a look. And I found someone's like kayaking video nice. oh my gosh i still haven't made the mountaintop video oh that's right so you gotta finish that <laughs> like over a month so uh oh i gotta get the vimeo app forget that oh wait here we go i might have it i probably do oh and this looks like it's like french or french canadian nice and they yeah they go kayaking to the song the lining is silver and that's about it <laughs> nice so that is the lining is silver and i have no idea what we're doing next week but the most recent i forgot to finish talking about this before we do have a new patreon perk that you can sign up for at the ten dollars tier, and that's that we will make little like one minute episodes to put in our on our free main feed where we'll say almost anything you want yep (laughs) we have final creative control (laughs) and yeah we have veto power but basically if you sign up for the ten dollar tier the last one we did for brady to wish his brother tim a happy birthday that's something that you can get as well. If you want us to plug your stuff, if you want us to plug your own podcast or your band or your website, uh, we'll basically do a one-minute solo episode just for you. Like, we can make it out of your voicemail or you can give us a script to read. But like I said, we kind of get final creative control. We can send it to you to approve it or you can trust us, but whatever. (laughs) It's like the app Cameo. There's that app Cameo where you can, like, pay a celebrity to send you a message. We've been wanting to get uh, like a Hallmark star to wish Jessica's mom a happy birthday once yeah. a because <laughs> she loves Hallmark movies. Um, yeah. So sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash Sadie Hawkins pod. New, new perks coming like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we just put out the second episode of the Reliant K book club where we're talking about the complex infrastructure known as the female mind, according to Reliant K. Yeah. We're reviewing that book uh, chapter by chapter and you can check that out. And coming soon will be from K is for karaoke, baby, their cover of yes. the Justin Bieber song. Yes. We'll be talking about Justin Bieber. Ugh. <laughs> We're getting it done early, Dan. Yeah, We're getting I know. it done early. It kind of is fitting now because he's got that song Yummy out. We're going to talk about that as well a little bit. I, I have not heard it. I see no silver lining in having to talk about <laughs> Justin Bieber. Have a great week, everybody. Life of your minutes 78 Wasted just we